everyone, and welcome back to the Redbeard Outdoors podcast. It's Jonathan, your host, and here at Redbeard Outdoors, I talk about faith, family, fitness, and the outdoors because I want you to be successful, happier, and healthier than you currently are. Even if you already are healthy, you can always continue that trend, and that's what I aim to do as well. That's my journey. Join along with me over at Redbeard's Fit Crew, of course, on Facebook, but here on the podcast, I really appreciate you tuning in. Uh, leave a, a review, follow, that helps grow the podcast and get it out to people that may not have heard about it before. Now, before we get into this awesome conversation that I had with a guy named Scott, Scott and Dialed Archery. Now, even if you're not an archer, trust me, guys, you're going to want to hear in on this conversation because it talks to the entrepreneurial spirit. You're going to want to listen in. I promise you that it's a great conversation. Uh, and before we dive into that awesome conversation, just wanted to give a shout out to our show sponsors and partners. Of course, First Form and First Form Outdoors. Go check out the Facebook page as well, First Form Outdoors. Go get linked up with people. Go join a hiking community, getting outside, whatever it may be. But if you're looking for any supplements, whether that be protein, multivitamin, fish oil, whatever, to fill the gaps in your diet, definitely go check out the link down below get free shipping. If you have any questions, feel free to shoot me a message. I'd love to help you out. And yeah, just First Form is just an amazing U.S. company, great family, uh, atmosphere. And you guys just go check out First Form and First Form Outdoors. Also, Affect Beard Oil, if you need any beard oil, whether you got a short beard, long beard, whatever it may be, go check out affectbeard.com. Get your beard oil, smell good, stop itching, and give 10% back to charity. Another great company, alpenfuel.com. Go, don't tear up your gut in the backcountry. Don't go pick up the crap from Walmart on the way out the door. Plan a little bit ahead. Order from alpenfuel.com and Heather's Choice as well. And those are the best meals on the market for you in the backcountry. Go check them out. Support these smaller brands just like I do. Great quality. Get after it, guys. Of course, Kafaru International, kafaru.net. Another amazing company. I don't have a discount code for you guys, but their products are amazing. U.S. company, their pack carries weight like no other. The hip belt just hugs your waist and makes you feel like you could carry anything. Go check out Kafaro. Give them a call on their customer service line, and they will customize that backpack to you right there on the phone. It's awesome. Hands down, best customer service ever. And last but not least, blackovis.com. Go check out Black Ovis. Grab your gear, whether it be optics, arrow stuff, uh, custom arrows, boots, clothing, so many things. Go check out blackovis.com. Link down below and save some money. Now, without further ado, guys, you're going to want to listen in on this. Again, even if you're not an archer, Scott has so many great things to offer. From an entrepreneurial point of view, you want to listen in. Overcoming struggles, becoming better, growing the company, all of those things. Tune in and enjoy this awesome conversation that I had. And without further ado, here is Scott. All right. So I've got Scott here from Dialed Archery. And Dialed Archery is a, a company that you might have you know heard on, on Instagram, especially if you guys out there are bow hunters. Um, they're just starting up and they've got a big following. And uh, I'm just super excited for the site. I don't have one yet because uh, they're still working on it. We were actually talking about that before the podcast here. And we, we basically recorded a podcast before the podcast. Uh, we've been talking for about 20 minutes. But um, 
you know, I'm really excited for the product. I'm excited to know a little bit behind the scenes what's going on. And then, uh, of course, when I get mine, I'm going to be doing a review for you guys because it's going to be my go-to this year. So, um, Scott, introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, what is Dialed Archery and whatever you want to share, kind of Scott in a nutshell to the listeners. Sure. So, yeah, um, I'm Scott Bakken. I'm one of uh, one of the owners of Dialed Archery. Um, uh, so Dialed, we officially launched uh, last November, so November of 22. But the idea has we we basically kind of came up with the with the idea almost a year ago. Um, so my two business partners, uh, Taylor Coleman, Jordan Riley, um, we had worked together in my previous um, job position and just kind of built like our relationship out from there. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, it just kind of, you know, things progressed. We got to know each other. And, um, you know, they kind of had some things going on, like in their personal life that, you know, they were ready for a change, new challenge. I was in the same boat. Um, you know, it was just kind of feeling like, even though I wasn't in a dead end job, I just kind of felt like, you know, there was, there was nothing more. Like I was just kind of stuck. Right. And I've just, I've always been a person where like, I don't like complacency, or meteorocracy, like every day I want to be 1% better and growing. And if you're not growing, you're dying. And, um, so actually Brandon Waddell, um, who we both know, um, I was talking to him and, uh, I was just kind of having just a crappy day and he's like, well, you know, only you can change how you feel. And I'm like, I know, I know, like, but I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know how to do that. And he's like, well, you know, what is it you want to do? And I was like, man, I would love to, you know, have my own company. And like, I had all these ideas of stuff that I wanted to try, but, you know, I was kind of always told that, no, that won't work or no, you can't do that. And I, I don't like being told no. Um, you know, like if you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to prove you wrong or I'll get hurt trying, you know, but, uh, so, you know, I was talking to him and I was like, yeah, man, but, you know, starting your own thing, like you got to be smart to do that. Like, you know, like I know I'm not a total dumbass, but I also know I'm no genius, you know, like, and it's just, that's a very scary, like thought, you know, just leaving this comfortable life and like this by most people's standards, like this really good life. Right. Um, but, you know, at the time, well, even still, like, you know, I, I had nobody to take care of, like, you know, I'm, I'm not married. I didn't have kids. So it's like, I don't have anybody depending on me or my job. So it's like, if I was going to take a risk, now would be the perfect timing to do it. And, you know, I'm talking to Brandon, he's, I was, I had all these like, what ifs, you know, well, what if it doesn't work? What if this, what if this, he's like, well, what if you don't do it? And it hit, like, it, it literally hit me. I was like, shit, like, I never thought about that. And I'm like, I'd probably regret it. And he's like, well, there's your answer. So started talking to, you know, Taylor and Jordan. And I pitched them this idea. And I was like, hey, like, we should start an archery company. And at first, you know, there was kind of like, oh, okay. You know, I was like, no, seriously, like, we should do it. And they're like, well, you know, we're, we're up for a new challenge. And then it just kind of you know, snowballed from there, um, started building our team out, um, which now includes the three of us plus two engineers. And then it just, it kind of just took off like wildfire from there. 
Um, and, you know, again, when, when we formed Dialed, we really didn't know what we wanted to do. We just, we knew we wanted to innovate. You know, we just wanted to build kick-ass archery products. You know, archery is all of our passion. Like archery is all, I, all I've done. My whole career has involved archery ever since I was 13. So it's like all I know. Um, but again, we didn't know what that looked like. Like, okay, so what's our first product going to be? Like, what's, what's our business model going to be? Like all these questions. And so we just kind of started going down all these rabbit holes. And ultimately, um, we just kept talking about how, you know, what if we came out with a new archery site? Like nobody's innovating in that category. All the sites kind of look the same, you know, everybody's kind of just doing the same thing over and over again. And once we, once we lift that fuse, I mean, it just, it was a flash. I mean, the ideas just started, you know, coming and our engineers were like, well, we could do this, 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 and this. And, you know, but it was kind of like the perfect category because of my background, plus everybody else's background. We had all this experience um, that we could put into one product and, you know, again, once we started on it, it was like everything, all the pieces just started, you know, kind of falling into place. And then next thing you know, November 16th, we're launching Dialed Archery with the Arxos site. And uh, it's, like I said, it, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's amazing to think that, I mean, already it's almost mid-June and it's like that time, it's just like, I mean, it just, time just, you know, flash forward. It's like, how, and now, I mean, we're growing faster than we ever would have expected and quite frankly, faster than I would have wanted to. Cause we said in the beginning, like we got to walk before we run. Well, you know, that went out the window within the first 30 days. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how, how we got to where we are today. And, um, as, as you mentioned, kind of in the intro, like we were right on the edge of being able to start shipping. Um, so we've been taking pre-orders since November. Um, but we actually ended the pre-order, uh, period, last week just because it was we had to put a lid on it it was getting out of control and you know we already had all these promises to people that you know supported us in the beginning and it's like you know why dig that hole any deeper when we're we're, we're already losing sight of daylight because we're getting so deep and it's awesome i mean that's you know it's better than having to chase sales but now it's like you know you feel the pressure. It's like, okay, now it's time to execute, which we will. I mean, you know, we, we absolutely will, but it's just, you know, like I said, we're, we're right on the edge of, of being able to ship here in, in a couple of weeks. So, um, but yeah, it's just, it's been awesome. And it's one thing I guess I never realized is just how hungry people were for, for something new. And, you know, you look at all the both sites out there and it's, you know, we, we heard multiple times like, Oh, I like the, you know, I shoot this site, but I don't really like it. It's like, well, then why do you shoot it? And it's like, well, that's their best option. Right. So, you know, now there is another option. And, um, like I said, things have just kind of taken off. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm super excited for it. I like a lot of the features, uh, that, you know, you guys have brought into it. I mean, there's a couple, uh, of features that really stand out to me, especially with a short draw. Um, I love mm -hmm. the angled, uh, slider, um, where it gets closer to the, yep. to the actual peep site. So that'll allow me to extend out a little bit further. 
which I do okay for, you know, for tack, right. I'm not going to be hunting out to 120 yards, but um, being able to go, go out that far for tack is, is a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, and having the bubble on the top, um, you know, again, that allows me personally to extend out further because the site post can go down further. Um, but there's a, there's a couple other things too, that I, I really enjoy um, about the, the, the product itself, but your, your guys' story um, if I'm not mistaken, I think on the website, it says that you guys started like brainstorming or the actual company on my birthday last year, uh, 2021, oh, really? or maybe it was 2020. Uh, was it two years ago you guys started talking about it or was it, it was no, last year? Just, just last year. Yeah. Yeah. So I, think well, it was I, mean, May- I mean, end of 2021 was when like, I guess we started like just joking about yeah. it, but there was no sincerity to it. But yeah, it wasn't until like May, June of last year that we really were like, all right, we're going to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, we're, we're coming up on a year basically. Yeah. That's awesome. You know, it, it's, it's a cool story. We were talking about behind, you know, before we started recording here, just some of the issues that you guys have come up with and, and you've been riding pretty smooth as far as supply chain until it wasn't right until yeah, it was this one piece enter enter brick wall called reality exactly right. we, you're like go ahead we hit that wall coming in hot no breaks yeah i mean exactly yeah, that it was like a it was like a airbag test dummy so and and we'll talk a little bit more about 75 hard as well but you know oh, yeah. do you do you feel like being dialed in allowed you to what dialed you know i use that word a lot and not, it's yeah you can't so you cliche. can't use dialed in you can't use dialed in yet dialed archery yeah don't you're going to put me in a lawsuit using dialed in. <laughs> well, okay. Well, I just, I say dialed a lot anyway. So it's going to sound yeah. really cliche that I'm, you know, and, yeah. and kind of funny that I'm talking to you right now, but um, you know, being, being so dialed on what you were doing to begin with um, it, you know, you came up a week out of your shields camp, which I don't know mm-hmm. much about that camp. It sounds awesome. Um, sounds like you did yeah. a lot of hands-on stuff with, with your site but you were missing. There was one part that was promised to you and didn't end up coming through. And they told you a week before this camp. So just kind yep. of, you know, walk, walk us through your mindset. Cause there's some entrepreneurs that, um, that listen to this as well. Just kind of, how did you deal with that situation? Um, maybe on a broad spectrum, however in depth you want to go, but just sure. the idea of your week out of a big camp and you don't have the one piece that you need. <laughs> how yeah. did you get through that? Well, yeah. So, so basically, um, yeah, w- w- the scenario was, you know, we had this deadline, um, and, uh, we, uh, so, so this university I attended, um, it's four shields, uh, they ship in, um, employees from every store for a week of training. And, uh, we had being a new vendor for them, um, we said, you know, we wanted to donate a bunch of uh, sites for the attendees to use so they get hands-on experience. And it's a huge opportunity. Like that opportunity, it does not just get presented to anybody. So for us being new, it was huge. So, you know, we have this huge, you know, pedestal that we're trying to reach. And, um, you know, throughout our whole process of dialed, uh, we actually, like, we joked about it so many times. We're like, God, this is easy. Like, I mean, we were just like sitting there skipping along, you know, and, um, like we, and then as we got deeper, deeper, you know, you start running into certain issues, but for, for like, for real, like, I mean, we really did not have many challenges, you know, 
Um, and then, you know, like we were talking, you know, with all these other people that, you know, are complaining about supply chain issues and this and that, like, we're not seeing it, you know, we're, we could get metal, we could get, I mean, we were getting all of our, all of our, our materials. And then, yeah. So the one machine shop, so we, we utilize two machine shops and they're, they specialize in, in different processes. And the one was like, um, yeah, we can have these parts to you by this date. And we're like, all right, perfect. That'll give us, you know, about a week, um, you know, to get the parts here, get them to our Cerakote shop and then get the parts back and then I'll assemble them. And, you know, we, we know that we're, I mean, we're flirting, like it's, that's a very tight schedule, but we're like, we can do it. And then, um, I think it was, it was like June 1st or whatever, but yeah, a week before I have to be on the road heading, um, to this university, they call us and they're like, yeah, we don't have the tools that we need in order to make that part. And we ordered like those tools were ordered like four months ago. And so we're like, what the hell? And, you know, we're like, is there any way? And he's like, no, he's like, I, you know, I'm in communication with them, you know, and, and it's not their fault, right? They're just the middleman. They're getting told one thing, they're passing it on to us. So it's like, but yeah, they basically, there was no way those parts were going to be, be there in time to make the part that we needed. Um, so we, we went into panic mode. I started freaking out. I was like, if I if I have to make a phone call saying that we're not going to be able to deliver on these promises we made, I am going to look very, very stupid. And I don't know. I don't know if I'll, if I will be able to deal with that. Like, I just don't, I don't like disappointing people. And especially on that level, when we've been given such a huge opportunity and, you know, we, we, we always say like control the controllables. If you can't control it, don't worry about it, which this was something we couldn't control. But at the same time, I refused, like, I'm like, no, like, this isn't how this is supposed to end. So came together. We're like, all right, like everybody just, let's just chill. We technically have, and this was Memorial day weekend, right before Memorial day weekend. And I'm like, we have, uh, I think I was like, I think we had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Tuesday to make this happen. So, um, my two Taylor and Jordan, my two partners, they were out of state doing a project for their other business, Capture Creative. And I was like, I was like, all right, you guys focus on that. I'm going to work with our two engineers. We'll get this figured out. So we just started checking around. Just, I mean, this, I think I contacted like almost a dozen uh, machine shops and just asked, you know, could you guys, do you guys do expedited work? Some did, some didn't, some didn't even respond to me. And I found two um, actually pretty, pretty close by. They were in the Twin Cities. And yeah, long story short, we, uh, you know, got connected with one of them. You know, they specialize in expediting, you know, uh, uh, work for, for CNC. And um, so I sent our order in Thursday and we had the parts on uh, Tuesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. So yeah, they, wow. yep. So I was out of town. I was in PA for the TAC and the whole time I'm sitting here. So excuse me, it was two weeks before the university. Um, so now going into a week before the university, the parts show up 
I'm like, I'm like, but I mean, so it's a different process because normally when our, our normal machine shop makes parts, we get to inspect them, make sure everything's cool. We paid for these parts sight unseen. So they're going to show up and we have no clue what they even look like. So we, and it was a very expensive, you know, move, but we had to do it. And by some stroke of luck, these these parts showed up and were perfect. And we got into the Cerakote shop. So then, you know, like we talked about earlier, so I'm in Pennsylvania. I get home from Pennsylvania. I leave from Pennsylvania last Sunday. I get home Monday at three o'clock and then basically from 4 p.m. on Monday until 5 a.m. on Tuesday, we built sites and then I left to go to Shields University. So we pulled it off. I have no clue how we did it, but um, I guess, so long story short, going back to your your question, I think it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, we're all very similar in the, in the aspect that like, um, we're very competitive. Um, but like I said earlier, like, I don't like being told no or being told I can't do something. And we're, we're all kind of the type that like, if you put us in a corner, we're going to fight our way out of it. And we just didn't give up, you know, it's, you got to figure out a way, um, where there's a will, there's a way. Right. Um, you know, it would have been much easier just to be like, well, shoot, like this isn't going to work out you know, I'll call Shields, tell them that we're not going to, you know, make it to the university with the sites. And then, you know, that's that, but it, anything, you know, they, like the easy routes, never the best route. So, you know, yeah, we just fought our way through it. And, and I, I mean, we got lucky. I mean, I like, there was a lot of luck, um, but yeah, we just, we just kept pushing, pushing forward. And even, you know, like I was telling you earlier, like Monday, as much as that sucked, you know, pulling an all night, all nighter when I was going on no sleep already from the week before. Um, I mean, it sucked, but at the same time, there was also, I mean, looking back, there's like some enjoyment in it now and be like, I can't believe we actually did that. And, you know, like I said earlier, like we live to die another day. So, (laughs) you know, well, I know there's going to be plenty of other nights like that in the future. Um, you know, once you do it once, it just, uh, it gets easier. So, you know, it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. I know we can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I agree that there's some luck involved, but there's this saying, and I'm going to butcher it, but it's like, uh, luck is where, um, skill and determination or preparation meet or something like that. I mean, you obviously had some connections in the industry. You knew about machining, you had some engineers helping you out. Um, and, and you weren't prepared to fail right? You, you didn't want to, to deal with that. Cause yeah, you could have recovered from that. And a lot of people like, I didn't even know that this was a thing, the Shields university. So like, I would have never known that you guys didn't show up. Right. And I, I bet there's a lot of people on social media that would not have known that, but, um, that's a big company, you know, mm-hmm. Shields is a big company that honestly, I, I didn't know about until I came out West and I still yeah. don't go to Shields very much, but when I do, it's pretty cool. I like it. Yeah. And so I can see the appeal of it. Um, and there's definitely a good market there. Uh, for you guys. So I, you know, maybe not necessarily make or break, but this definitely helped make a lot of ground up, you know, by you guys being there. Um, So I think that's awesome. That's a cool story. It just adds to your guys' story, you know? Yeah. Um, You guys have been through a lot. Uh, You guys, you know, we were talking about, you had a nine to five before this. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And like you said, uh, Brandon, and he, he mentioned that to me too, when I talked to him at, at mountain archery fest, um, that he was like, I'm kind of the one that gave him the boot over the edge, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. he did. Yeah, and, he, uh, he did. It is a cool question to ask, like, well, what would happen if you didn't do it? You know? Right. And, and, well, most and, of that's, the time... and that's a question that I think most people would never ask themselves. And it's a question that I've never been at, like my entire life. Like, like I said, I grew up in this industry, but I've never had anybody present to me. Like, like I've never had it pre- anything presented to me like that. Like, you know, it, kind of my whole life, it was always like, Oh no, you can't do that. Like, you're not smart enough. You're not big enough. You're not strong enough, whatever. But then to have somebody be like, well, what if you don't do it and be like, huh, never, never thought of it that way. But then I was like, I mean, deep down inside me, I was like, if I don't try this, I will, I'll be worse off than I already was because mentally I was already pretty beat up, you know, like I was kind of in this really dark spot and I couldn't see a way out. And I'm like, moving forward without trying this would have just, you know, sent me even deeper. And, you know, but it's scary. I mean, it is very, very scary. Um, But at the same time, I was like, you know, I just don't really see any other option. And this is what I really want to do. And like I said, I have to at least try. If it doesn't work out, at least I can say I tried. And, you know, I'm young enough, like, I'll figure something out, right? Like I'll go be a creator at Walmart or whatever, you know, like I can still bounce back, but, um, you know, and that's, and that's been probably one of the, one of the best things about dialed is just the support that we have received from everybody. I mean, people in our own inner circles, which like my inner, my inner circle is very small. Um, but then just people, you don't have a lot of time to go out and be social and have, I'm not a very, people would never believe this, but like, I'm not a very social person. Like I generally just don't like people. Um, you know, I, I've always kind of been like a lone ranger type of person, but, uh, you know, now I do enjoy like going to the events and meeting people and just, you know, talk hunting, talk gear. Mm -hmm. Um, I do enjoy that. Um, you know, so, and, and especially, you know, now having dialed, it just makes all that, that much more, um, rewarding. Um, and as I've gotten older, you know, I've learned a lot just about, you know, I like teaching people new stuff. Right. And with the ArcSales, there is a lot of new technology in that site and a lot of new features, but so I enjoy like bringing that and teaching people like this site really was built for you and to benefit you. Um, but yeah, like I said, the support thing, it's just, I mean, that's been probably one of the best things it, and, and just as you know, like the PA tech, that was our first like experience in the real world. Like that was the first chance people got to see us and be like, Hey, they actually do exist. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we don't just live on social media. We don't just live on YouTube and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the internet, like we actually are real. And then just to see everybody's like excitement and, um, and again, just everybody's support. Like we had multiple people, you know, shake our hands and be like, you know, super excited for you guys. Congratulations. You know, thank you for, you know, coming out with something new. Um, and so that's like, you know, I was texting Taylor and Jordan all week and I was like, guys, like, I don't think you realize like what we've done. Um, and it's great. But then deep down, I'm like, like, oh shit, like 
you know, we gotta, we <laughs> gotta we deliver. <laughs> yeah. We gotta deliver. Like, how the hell are we going to do this? But, yeah. you know, it, and again, going back to like our team, um, that was one thing I realized from day one is like, I don't, I don't know what the term is for it, but like, it's like, this was like meant to be like, like all these, like we all met each other for a reason and we didn't know what that reason was, but it took this time for that to happen. And like, I did not know our two engineers prior to dialed, but then now, I mean, like, I mean, like they're like, they're part of my inner circle now. Right. It's, it's just these guys came together and it's like our team is just like it's one of the best, it's probably the best team I've ever been a part of. Um, and we're very similar in ways, we're very different, different in ways. We all complement each other, but the one thing that we all agree on and see in the same way is like we're all like team oriented. Like it's not about me, it's not about Taylor, it's not about it's about the whole team, and that includes like our customers or you, like anybody that wants to support us, like we do not take that lightly. Like you are part of team dialed and you are part of that inner circle now. Um, so th that's been probably for me, like one of the most rewarding things is just having this, this team that, yeah, we have our differences, we have our arguments, but at the end of the day, you know, I would do anything for any one of those guys and, you know, vice versa. Like, like TJ, our engineer, he found out about our all nighter. Of course we were texting him. He's on the East coast. And he found out that I was driving on literally like no sleep for 30 something hours. And he called and was like on the phone with me the whole time. And he's busier than crap with his own business, but he stayed on the phone just to try to keep me awake. And I'm like, I don't know many people that would do that. So it's, it's, you know, dialed's more than in my head, you know, dialed's more than just a really cool, innovative product. It's, it's like a community, right? It's, it's the dial team, but then that includes, you know, everybody else too. And that's, I hope, you know, like people kind of get that feeling from, you know, our social media, you know, reaching out to us. Um, you know, we couldn't do any of this without the support and encouragement from, you know, not, not only just like people in our inner circle, but also our customers too. So. Yeah, no, definitely. It's, you know, and it's, I think it's really refreshing because it's like, I mean, you can compare any industry out there. There's normally two or three big names, you know, you, I believe you used to work for HHA, right? I did. And so, you know, that's a bigger name out there. There's, there's a couple other big names in the side industry, but you're right. They all kind of do similar things. And so right. they, and they don't necessarily, they, it's almost as if they're a little too big to receive good quality feedback to make any major changes They They make little tweaks here and there, but um, the fact that you guys, for example, just one prime example is from some of the testers. And I know um, Dan uh, really likes your site as well from mm -hmm. elk shape. And, uh, but he brought up, you know, that you can't lock in the, the windage, windage. The, and the so, micro windage, yeah. yeah. And there was a couple of other people I know, you know, in, in this different types of hunting with deer stand or with tree stand versus out West, I know my gear gets pretty beat up. And so yeah. the likelihood of that um, getting bumped is very slim, but even if there's a chance, like that's the way Dan thinks. And he's kind of got me down that mindset and rabbit hole. Cause yep. I'm the same way with all the stupid scrub Oak and crap we got to deal with out here. Sure. And so, um, 
you know, one branch just goes through the site and grabs it while you're walking and that thing's getting, you know, twisted. Right. Yeah. And, and so the fact that you guys turned around after that feedback and immediately made a locking adjustment, like it was, it was like, like the next day yeah, or like two days later. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's what a lot of people key in on is that you guys are open to that feedback. And 100%. I know, I know that you guys have a bunch of other options that you're coming out with. And I'm mm -hmm. sure you guys are getting bombarded with, you know, like three pin, five pin, et cetera, all this other stuff. But you're like, hold on, let's just get the first one out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But and that's, um, you know, and, and this whole process has been just like a huge learning experience. And like, you know, um, I can admit like, you know, when I worked for HHA, um, you know, probably one of the most like, you know, iconic names in the industry, you know, they've been around for 30 plus years. They make, uh, they always have made, you know, a hell of good products. Um, but you're right. Like as a company gets to a certain size, um, they get complacent. Right. And I, I understand more now than I did then that it takes a lot of resources to innovate. Right. And I mean, you, you see it, not just with them, but a lot of other you know, not even just site companies, just in general, right? That companies get to a certain size and they're kind of like at that, at that threshold, like, okay, we're doing really, really well, right? We're profitable. We've gained market share. You know, the, you know, the water's, the water's fine here, but we know we could get to this level, but in order to get to that level, we're going to have to invest X amount of dollars, X amount of time, we're going to have to hire, expand our team. So that's a lot, right? So I get the like, hey, this is this is a good spot. Like everybody's doing good. But that just, that's not, that's just not me. You know what I mean? Um, and that's not Taylor. That's not Jordan. That's not TJ. That's not Kyle. That's none of our team. So it, it gave us an opportunity, you know, to, like I said, risk it all and innovate and try stuff new that these other companies aren't willing to do. And again, I understand, like I said, I understand more now than I did then. Mm -hmm. Like I get it. Like I, t I get it, you know, but you know, again, it kind of goes back to the saying, if you're not growing, you're dying. Um, but that's like you said, with like the feedback and stuff, like I, I always say negative feedback is better than no feedback. If people aren't, aren't, you know, giving you feedback, then you're, you're not really, you're not, you're not getting eyeballs on your product. And so like Dan, I mean, he did a great review video, but that, that was one thing that, you know, when, cause we talked about like, do we put a, a locking windage on there? And we're like, well, how do we do it? Cause we had this look, we, we were very adamant about having this look, this style of the site. And we're like, well, how do you do that with, without, ruining that so we're like well let's just make the detents deeper on the windage so it's harder you know it's a deeper stiffer click you know kind of like on a rifle turret and that'll work and dan right away called us out and was like i don't like this well then you know freaking internet <laughs> you know people are like hey is it really true you don't have a locking you know oh, micro no. windage <laughs> and i'm like and so right away, like we all got on the phone and we're like, we have to do this. Like, 
we don't think that we need it, but that's not the perception of others. And if we run the risk of creating an issue when there doesn't need to be one. And yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't easy for us to pop that, you know, hidden set screw in there, but Mm -hmm. we just, it was one of those things. There's a, you know, you know, taking the feedback from Dan and, uh, and, you know, some of his followers, it's like, we're better off to do this now than get a year down the road and be like, we, we followed up on this. Let's add it. Let's just do it now and get it done with. Like we're already this deep into it. What's another, you know, that only delayed us. I mean, maybe five to seven days, um, you know, it costs a little bit more money, but we're like, at this point, what does it, what does it matter? <laughs> you know, yeah. like, yeah. so, but, and, but I mean, that's one thing we said from the beginning too, is, you know, we, we don't want to be just another site company, you know, and, and the site is just the beginning, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said before, you know, the people that support us and the, and the people that provide us constructive criticism, like if you're just going to come at us and tell us that our product sucks just to be an asshole and you know nothing about it, we're not going to listen to you. Like, yeah. but if you, if you generally, um, you know, if you're generally want to provide constructive, you know, criticism in order to help, we'll listen to every single comment, um, and we'll respond to it. And, you know, we'll thank you be like, Hey, appreciate the feedback. Um, and we know our site isn't going to be for everybody, right? That wasn't the point. Um, mm-hmm. It was for guys like you, like Dan, like Brandon, like us, you know, um, that like just good, high quality kind of like, like cool stuff. Like we're all gear nuts, you know? So, um, so yeah, I mean, it, like even going forward, um, you know, we'll, we'll always pay attention to that. No, definitely. That's, and again, I think that's a big thing. Uh, you know, I, I love it when companies include you in the process, you know, and the fact that you guys, it's amazing how many companies don't Mm -hmm. like they pay thousands of dollars to have these influencers and stuff, but then they don't listen to anything they say. Yep. And it, it, it's, I bet like, I would bet that, well, I know there's more companies that do that rather than the latter and like, listen to those people. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like it, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, those are the same companies that will tell the influencer what they need to say, what's allowed right. to be said on, on Instagram or YouTube or whatever, you know, and it, it, it's sad, but you know, you've explained it. And if you look at it from a business point of view, it makes more sense to kind of play the safe route. Right. hundred percent. And with you guys already, I mean, you literally, like you were saying before we got on, you sold your house, you sold everything. You have literally put your life into this company. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's kind of a risk. <laughs> Maybe that's just, a huge just, risk. just a little bit. And yeah. so like, what's a little bit more to like, if that makes sense, you're already down the yeah. risky road and yeah. you're creating this company. So you're willing to take that risk because you're already down that road. Whereas a lot of other companies aren't because like what you were saying, they're just comfortable. They're like, we yeah. make good product. We've been here for years, for decades. We don't need to change much. We're good. Well, you know? and like I said, I mean, having gone everything, gone through everything that we have, um, I totally, I understand that position. Like I said, you know, a year ago, I didn't, um, I couldn't really see like why it like, that that's stupid. Like that doesn't make any sense. But now again, going through everything that we've been through, 
Um, and I mean, I, like I said, like making the, 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 the decision to basically cash in my whole life. I mean, it's scary. So mm-hmm. I get that. Right. I totally get that. And nothing against like those companies. I mean, you do what you want to do. You do what's right. best for you, but that's just not us, you know, exactly. like, um, you know, the, I'll, like I said, I, you know, putting every dollar into dial, but it's, it's been worth it ever since day one. I mean, like I said, just for the team aspect, you know, um, and that's, we always said like dialed comes first, you know, so doing everything that we have to, to make sure that dialed is, you know, is at the top of the priority list and we're doing whatever we have to do to make sure that it's, it's on, you know, it's getting on the right foot and, and moving forward. And like I said, we've been growing, I mean, faster than any of us would have expected. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, Apparently I'm, there's a lot of people out there that are just as crazy as us. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'd say, you know, you've got Kyle as your, your engineer uh, or one of the engineers and he's, he's a little innovative. The, sh- the chef master. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, you can, well, you can't really see very well, but back there on my bow, I've got his, his new veins, which have also oh, you have the you know, savers? broke the market. Um, yeah. And so, you know, it, it's cool to know that there's a lot of smarts, people that are smarter than me behind these projects. <laughs> every and, single one of those guys is smarter than me. So trust me, I, I bring the intellectual level down several notches, <laughs> but so, yeah, but I, I, every day we say like, thank God we have Kyle and TJ on our team. Like I would hate to be a company like going up against those two guys, yeah. like yeah. without those two guys like we dialed wouldn't be anything. I mean, they have, I mean, they've, they've made it all happen, you know, like, and, um, and, and they both, you know, like, and I'm probably wrong on this, but I believe, you know, like Kyle's more of a mechanical engineer where TJ's more of a creative engineer. Mm -hmm. But when those two, like we'll be on a conference call and when those two like go down their engineering, like racetrack, I literally like, I just shut the camera off and like, I'm like, I'll just let these, I have no clue what they're talking about. <laughs> just tell me how much it's going to cost us. And yep. you know, when, when we need to have these parts here or whatever, but yeah, I mean, and, and like I said, I, I sound like a broken record, but that's honestly been the best part about dial. It's just building this team. And, and like I said, I've, I've never been part of a team like this and it's, I'm very fortunate to have like all these guys, you know, as, with dialed. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm going to kind of put you on the spot here. Do you have one of the sites with you? No. Okay. <laughs> You're no. like, I see enough of them every day. <laughs> no, honestly, I, we'd, uh, I probably shouldn't say this, but, um, I don't know. I was thinking about this on my drive home today because we literally had to dedicate every site that we had or could build to the Shields university. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking on my way home, I'm like, I think we gave away all of our sites. Like, I don't know if we, I don't know if we have one. <laughs> like, I was like, like, I think we just gave every single one away. I mean, we have parts to build more, but you know, yeah, we're yeah. waiting on some more parts, but yeah, no, I, um, no, I don't have one. <laughs> no, you're good. I mean, there's plenty of reviews out there so people can go out and I mean, this will come out a little bit later and um, maybe I'll pair it up with, with my review whenever I get it, but it's uh, you know, you guys had a big pre-order um, you have the Shields University. You're going out to TAC events. Um, you guys are doing a lot of stuff. I'm, I'm super excited for it. Uh, I really love the story behind the company as well, the the innovation, everything that's going on there. 
Um, but what are some of, I mean, the people can go out and watch these videos as well, but what are some of your favorite features on this site? You being an archer since 13, I'm fairly new about two and a half years in, um, but cool. I'm, I'm already seeing things that I really like about it, but what are maybe your top two or three favorite features about this site? Uh, all of them. I mean, honestly, um, I mean, I, and I say all of them because they're all different. Um, but after, you know, being on the road for a couple of weeks, I mean, talking to thousands of people over the last two weeks, I think probably like my favorite feature is, I think I would say it's what we call our top level technology. So it's where we moved our level from the bottom of the housing to the top. And the reason for that is now the levels in your peripheral vision. So you don't have to take your eye off the target to look down at your scope housing to look at the level. Um, that's probably the one feature that we've been getting the most um, feedback on as far as people being like, I really like that. Um, it's different. Like the first time I shot with that, I was like, where'd my level go? But after, you know, a handful of shots, you get really used to it. And, you know, the, the thing with like the Arxos is all of our features benefit the shooter. Um, so like our slogan is built on purpose. And every feature that went into that site was built for a reason. That reason was to benefit the shooter and make them a better shooter. So that's why I say like, I, lo I love all of our features. Um, you know, as far as probably the most beneficial features outside of like the top, uh, the top level technology, um, you know, the angled elevation rail, um, you know, which helps people ex ex extend their yardage, their maximum yardage, you know, after attending, you know, tax and mountain archery fest and just all these different shoots and watching people shoot, um, you'd see guys, women, um, all different types of shooters that were just great shots, but they were handicapped by their setups. You know, they weren't able to get the ranges that they should be. And that's just, it is what it is, right? Like, you know, me, I I'm a, I'm an average draw length. I'm a 28 inch draw length. I shoot 70 pounds, but I shoot really, really heavy arrows. I always have. Um, and you know, my max yardage is like 75 yards granted, you know, hunting scenarios that's more than enough but with as much fun as the mountain you know archery fests are and the tax and stuff that's not even scratching the surface right yeah, it's like the average um, shot on some of those courses <laughs> exactly and you know you want to you want to shoot the cool kids and you know like launch a long bomb so that's and it, that kind of goes back to the feedback thing like hearing all these feedback for years um, that's, that's how we built the arc cells is like, yeah, again, kind of reaching back into the file cabinet of like, you know, people's perceptions of stuff and like getting all this feedback and being like, okay, it's so like in that scenario, in order to extend your range, your only option is to increase your speed, right? Which means you have to increase your poundage, increase your draw length, decrease the weight of your arrow, change your p-pipe your ink point all this stuff that basically involves you changing your whole setup that you've known for however however long yep. unless you change the angle of the elevation rail and again that was a tj and kyle thing um but so i think like like again as far as like the most beneficial feature that's probably the most noticeable um 
and then like I said, the top, the top level technology, I mean, the whole customization part, like, you know, so we Cerakote everything. So we can use multiple colors, um, really customize those colors. So like now you can get the Arxos in four different frame colors, 13 different dial colors. So just being able to build it the way you want, um, you know, rather than kind of being stuck in this box and being like, oh, I got to shoot a black site, even though, you know, I have a granite bow. Well, now you can take your granite bow, put our smoke frame on it, and it it literally looks like it was all one piece. So, yeah. you know, that's definitely got that cool factor to it. Um, so, I mean, like I said, I mean, they're they're all cool features, but I'd, yeah. I'd say, like I said, my number one would be that that top level, just because that's that's such a game changer. No, definitely. Yeah, I love that idea, and I, I hadn't really thought about it. And you know, um, I spoke with some people at my my archery shop, and they were saying that. Yeah, you know, I was bringing up your site and, um, you know, I told him whenever I get mine, I'd bring it in and let him see it. And obviously they're going to be putting it in for me. So <laughs> I'm going to let him play around with it for a little bit. But, uh, I, you know, I got the black with the orange dial mm-hmm. um, and I'm really excited about that. I like the orange accents for some reason. I don't know. That's just yeah. a me thing. <laughs> orange, orange is my favorite color. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, so, you know, it's got, so it's got the top dial or the, sorry, the top bubble. Um, mm-hmm. And then AJ from Knights of the Apex was mentioning that that actually allows light into the bubble as well, which yeah. is something that there's some little that's, slit. That's, that's cause that was his idea. Right. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Well, of course he's going to point that one out. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, yeah. again, just little details like that, that people didn't think about. I know Braxton was saying that um, he thought it was like allowing you to like get the bubble perfectly centered. Cause that, that line there and AJ kind of called him out on it, but um, yeah. you know, I think that's pretty cool. Uh, the way that you guys can slide the, um, the cover back and forth on the, yeah, the op- uh, fiber yeah, optic. The op- yeah. The optic, uh, the optic slide. Yep. I think that's pretty awesome. And then of course, you know, so when you, I, I do want to ask, and I like asking people this when they bring up heavy or light arrows, what is a heavy arrow for you? Uh, anything in like the, the high fives into like okay. six, that's what I consider heavy. Gotcha. Um, I, I think my arrows are like six twenty five. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably a little excessively heavy, but that's just, <laughs> they shoot phenomenally well when they're that heavy. Yeah. And I'm not a long range shooter, so right. I don't really care that my arrow takes three times as long as they get there. But once it gets there, it hits like a, like mm-hmm. a freight train. Um, but I, I think most people's like, you know, they consider heavy, like anything like into the fives or high fours. Yeah. Um, but I, for me, that that's not that heavy and narrow. I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, so I'm 27 and a half inch on a Matthews cause they run, I'm, I'm stuck in this, like, I would be like 27, three quarters or we could get it there. That's I'm, I'm the exact same. Yeah. Cause like, on I'm, like I'm like 20, I'm like 28 and a quarter. Yeah. So but like with, I, sometimes I run a 28, sometimes I run a 20 and a half. And like, sometimes I switch back and forth. Like I'm, yeah. I'm literally 20 and a quarter, but I, I shoot 28. Yeah. We just shortened up my D loop a little bit. Cause um, it was getting a little chewed up and now I feel just a little bit crunched. I'm like, really, it made that much of a difference. So I might have to move mm-hmm. up to 28, but either way we're in that same draw range. Um, and I agree, like to be able to get that range, I can get out to about, I want to say 115 mm-hmm. um, with I'm shooting 495 grain arrows this year. Um, wow. Last year, I was like 450, like almost on the dot. 
Um, yeah. and so for me, like that's a heavy arrow, but then, you know, I, I talked to a guy the other day that has a 34 and a half inch draw length. Um, huge guy, right? Yeah. He's ex NFL player. Like just dudes a tank and, Jeez. uh, yeah, he had to get a custom made bow for him because <laughs> he's like Shaq with shoes. Yeah, um, that's nuts. But uh, yeah, I think he's shooting like over 700 grains, but he's probably still flying out of that bow over 300 uh, feet per second. Probably because you know? <laughs> he's probably shooting like 90 pounds too. He's right? got so much leverage. But yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, but, I, I've like, I've, I've wanted to mess with my arrow special, especially with having Kyle on our team now. Mm. I mean, he is the wizard when it comes to arrows. Oh, yeah. And I'd like to kind of find that perfect like recipe for an arrow but at the same time like i've shot heavy arrows for so long like i'm just <laughs> used to it and i like it but i also know like having an arrow up in the 600s is pretty that's excessive right like you do not need that much weight um but like i said it's it's worked for me but i yeah i said this year was going to be a year where i'm going to start messing with some with some different arrow setups and work with kyle and kind of like figuring out that perfect like happy medium um I just haven't had time to do it yet. So, yeah, I mean, I like at this, at, yeah, well, <laughs> so at this, at the Shields university on Thursday, we had a 3d shoot with all the associates and then the vendors were captains and uh, I have not shot a bow since last August. Oh man. I mean, I mean, I fired a couple of arrows like here and there, but nothing like, like I probably haven't shot a do dozen arrows over the last year. And like, you know, we have all these bows sitting at our shop for testing and stuff and I'm left-handed and I have all these left-handed bows just sitting in boxes because I haven't had the time to set them up. So I roll up with, you know, my seven-year-old Matthews that looks like it went through a meat grinder. I got a gen one Arxos on there and I have two arrows. <laughs> like I was, I was that guy. Like I was the Caddyshack guy, you know, showing up to this archery shoot and, uh, yeah, it, um, it was funny. I, I didn't oh. shoot. Ex I didn't shoot excessively well, but it was, it was fun, but I do, um, you know, coming up here while, you know, we, we have a little bit of, uh, you know, grace period here over this next week or two until we start getting some more parts in. Um, I really want to like build out, like, you know, like I said, that arrow recipe work on getting a couple bows set up and, uh, really start doing some shooting. So we'll yeah. see if it happens or not, but yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah. So I, I mean, just kind of going into the arrow setups there. So I like to have, you know, cause my, my expensive arrows are what I'm going to use on my elk, you know, and, mm -hmm. and mule deer, um, for turkeys, you know, I like to have maybe a little bit lighter arrow with mechanical sure. on it. Um, and so that was the other feature that I wanted to bring up was just that, you know, you guys have, uh, the switch tapes, mm -hmm. which I haven't, <clears throat> sorry, I haven't seen that on any other sites. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of blew me away. Talk to me about that. Yeah. So the switch tape, um, it's, it's, um, so that's, it's a, it's a white ring that holds your yardage tape and you have the ability to choose whether you want your yardage tape on the inside of the frame or the outside of the frame. You know, if you're running in the V3X with the bridge lock or a Hoyt with a Picatinny, which moves the site from the outside, you know, to the center of the riser, having that sight tape on the inside puts the tape in a much more you know, kind of convenient location to see it, but then the rings or the switch tapes are actually interchangeable. Um, so they're removable. So, you know, again, just talking like we have been, if, um, you know, if you buy some just really cheap arrows for the tax, which I just 
like, honestly, when I get to tax, I go to the big bucket where they have all the lost and found arrows and I just pull arrows out of those. Like I steal everybody else's arrows, but, um, no, I generally like buy the crappiest, cheapest arrows I can. Um, but then, you know, that's going to be one setup tape or one yardage tape because that's going to be a different speed. And then if I'm still rolling with my heavy arrows for hunting, that's going to be a different tape because of the speed. So with the rings, you can have multiple yardage rings set up and then you just swap them out. So you're never having to recite in. So you could go from shooting, you know, a 3D shoot on the weekend with your cheap lightweight arrows and jump in the tree stand or go, you know, chase an elk on the mountain the next day with your heavy arrows just by swapping the rings out. Um, so it just gives you, just gives you more options. Yeah, no, that's something that, so that, that's what was interesting to me. I ordered a couple of the switch tapes too, because I wanted to have those arrows that, you know, for Turkey, um, I generally yeah. just to kind of put a little bit more pressure on myself. I shoot my arrows that I'm going to shoot for elk and deer at mm -hmm. tack. Um, that didn't go so well for me this last, uh, at mountain archery fest. <laughs> um but you know it, it is what it is i had to go dump some more money into some arrows but um you know i, I like, like the idea of, of oh, i like ahead. using i like using the cheapest arrows because then if i miss i don't waste the time to go look for them oh that's true that, that's I'm true like, as well like especially at a target that's like a hundred yards it's like yeah. i have to walk a hundred yards there look for my arrow which is probably going to be splintered into a million pieces <laughs> And then walk a hundred yards back. Like that's true. Nah, I'm I'm good. Like that's mountain true. can have that that arrow. Um, but I was gonna tell you, um, probably the best arrow for turkey uh would be a three inch um federal or winchester uh oh gosh. <laughs> shot shell with an inch and a half ounce number fours. <laughs> You know, that's I was, what I, was, I would, that's what I would use. <laughs> I was down in Texas and I was with uh, some of the Cope creative guys um, mm -hmm. down there. And, and they said the same thing. They were like, they, they use some colorful language that I won't share mm -hmm. here on the podcast mm -hmm. about people that hurt, hunt turkeys with bows. And I'm just sitting there kind of like twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, huh, this is cool to listen to. And I was like, yeah. well, does that make me one of those kind of people? If I, <laughs> and they were just like railing on me like they were bringing up scripture verses and like they were going I, into it. <laughs> I like the idea of shooting turkeys with a bow but ultimately um shooting turkeys in the face with a shotgun is just so much more satisfying well their face already looks all chewed up like a piece of gum anyway like you know? yeah. I feel like they're like like a demon animal that just put on this earth to like make you feel worse about yourself and like, I already struggle with that on the daily. So then I don't need this like dodo bird, you know, showing They're, off in front of me and yeah. getting away, getting away with it. So, well, Braxton had a cool, a cool experience. I don't know if you saw that video, but he shot I did. one. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it comes right up to him five yards away from him. Um, yeah. But no, so like, you know, I love the idea of, of not having to, as long as the arrow tunes, not mm -hmm. having to rip your tape off put a new tape on, go to tack or go wherever you're going to shoot, test out some arrows. Like I love to tinker with arrows and mess around with different arrow weights, um, yep. different spines between 250 and 300 um, micro diameter, five millimeter. Like I like messing around with stuff like that. And so the idea of being able to take that switch tape off, put it, put on another one and already know that that's dialed to that specific arrow. Um, right. I like that a lot. And it's really not, I think they're like 10 bucks a piece or 15 bucks a piece. They're, they're not that expensive. 10 bucks for uh for a one pack and then we offer them in a three pack i think for 25 bucks yeah 
but you know that they, they also like uh for for anybody well like for you for example or or anybody that does like backcountry hunts or going on adventure hunts you know like i always you know if my if my sight tape is tape number 45 let's say mm-hmm. i'll build out two more rings with sight number sight tape number 45 and keep them in my pack cuz i mean you never know like you know if you get stuck in like a torrential downpour, like even though our tapes are water resistant, still mm-hmm. a paper product. So, you know, they could, you know, peel off or whatever. I mean, there's, there's preparations you can make to really, you know, make yeah. sure that they're waterproof, but I always carry extra rings just in case. Um, yeah. Cause without a ring, you don't know. I mean, you're kind of SOL, right? Yeah. Like you don't know what your yardages are. So yeah, it's, there's lots of options with those rings. Um, and especially like, you know, like we were just talking, if you're wanting to mess around with different, you know, arrow recipes, you know, different draw weights, like arrow lengths, all that stuff, you can literally chart all that out with these different rings and then everything's kept straight. Right. So, yeah, yeah I mean, for, they're, they're an inexpensive investment to just, you know, really be able to, to play around with stuff. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, not having to going back to the bubble being on the top of the site. So if, you know, people out there can picture this um, and you can, again, go look up a picture of the site uh, online, but you'll see that, you know, the bubble being on top allows the two pins because it's a single post. Right. Um, and so there's a, the top pin and then there's the bottom pin that you guys put in there as well, um, which is allowed to get further down towards the housing because the mm-hmm. bubble's not in the way. And exactly. I personally, like some people are like, well, just shoot off your bubble. I'm like, I, I don't like that. I personally That's- don't like that that's great if you're if you're aligning the bubble with like the top of the back of something mm-hmm. then you have a vertical line on a vertical line but if you're actually trying to shoot like a specific distance or like aim at a specific spot it's impossible to do mm-hmm. it with yep. a level but like i said if you're doing like like a line on a line that works well but um yeah so that was the other advantage of of the top level is giving us more retail space on that vertical post and not only having a second, uh, you know, yardage dot, but being able to drop it down to where now we give you a, a, a larger yardage variance. So you can cover like, you know, with everything we've seen so far, that second dot is about 50. So now you can cover 20 to 50 yards without ever having to touch your site. Um, but you, you know, you know, having that second dot, it's like having a little safety net. Like I would still run the site like if it like it was yeah. a single pin where I can range dial. Um, but then just knowing you have that, and, and I've been a single pin shooter like most of my life, and like you'll never convince me to shoot multiple pins. Yeah. But I like having that second pin as like I said, a little safety net just in case. So yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. so it's, I'm it's I'm going from pretty three, system from three to one. Um, and there was a couple of sites that I was looking at, um, that offer a, a second pin adjustable and things like that. Um, but I was like, well, if I'm going to go single pin, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to test out this dialed site. Cause there's so many other features yeah. to it that I want, uh, to go to. And, you know, yeah. people that I trust, um, say that single pin is the way to go. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people that also say three pin, which it's worked for me. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how how this one goes. So, um, yeah. And that's, yeah. that's a conversation. Like I love like talking <laughs> to people about like one pin versus three pin. 
because there's advantages to both. And ultimately at the end of the day, it's whatever you're most comfortable with and what you're most confident in or most confident with, but you cannot argue. Nobody can argue that you are more accurate with a single pin and, and, or, or, or I should say just a single post doesn't necessarily have to be one that, pin, oh yeah, but a single post, like yeah. you are the most accurate with that. So you know, again, offering the two pin on a single post, it kind of like, like scratches that itch of the advantages of like a three pin, but still keeping that single post. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited to play around with it more and really get to learn, you know, shooting the two different pins. Cause before with a single pin, I always practice my hold over and hold unders and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I said, I'm, I'm anxious to, to, to mess around with it more. Um, and I think, you know, like in my mind, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the best of both worlds, right? You get the accuracy of a single pin, but yet you still get the adjustability and the options of a multi-pin without cluttering your scope housing. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, uh, you know, there's the bubble being on the top again, clears up space in the scope housing because you know the animal is going to be about midway in your scope housing down right mm-hmm. when you're looking at it you're not going to be looking at the animal at the top of your scope housing so right. having the bubble up there too i can see that being an advantage because again it clears up which is again why i wanted to go one of the big things i wanted to go to the single post um is because of that clarity you yeah know, it reminds me of an ar uh, you know an ar site um, yeah exactly have iron rings or uh, iron yeah. sights yeah. It's, it's all, I mean, your eye just, it's just more appealing. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like to my eyes, I know some people may disagree, but for me, I prefer to have it coming up from the bottom than out from the side. So hundred percent. Um, yeah, definitely. Yep. Cool, man. Well, I've kept you for over an hour. Cause we talked, like I said, almost 30 <laughs> minutes before we did this well, podcast. Like, like I told um, you, I said, man, I'm, I'm a walking zombie at this point. So yeah. <laughs> like if I just start rambling and tra- talking gibberish, it's cause I, I don't even know what I'm Yeah. How's the sunset over saying, there? But... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your day just went by. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else that you want to share that maybe I didn't touch on? I mean, there's you as a person is, you know, I wanted to touch on a lot of things, but again, I don't want to keep you over this, this hour. Yeah. So um, no, we're good. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, we touched on a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I, I guess just kind of reiterating on a couple of things, um, you know, I guess, depending on when this, this podcast podcast comes out at the time, you know, as of today, you know, we're still in pre-production of the sites, but you know, anybody, you know, anybody that, you know, buys a site or, you know, supports uh, dialed, you know, just know again that like we appreciate more than, than you'll ever know. And, you know, we're going to continue to innovate. We're going to bust our asses, you know, just to keep things moving. And, um, you know, as we progress here over the next, you know, couple of weeks, couple months, you know, you're going to see a lot more content rolling out from us, um, mainly in the, in the forms of like informative videos, instructional videos. Um, we got some ideas for, you know, some funny, stupid ones, um, that really just show, uh, that I've hit rock bottom and I have no pride left, but, uh, what, like Valentine's um, day, that wasn't, (laughs) (laughs) 
made made, made, made my made made my mama proud with, oh yeah with that one. <laughs> um but yeah yeah stuff like that so no we like i said we're 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 just getting started but we uh you know we got a lot lot in the works um a lot of stuff coming so we got a lot of work to do but awesome. it's uh you know it's one of those things where it just every day it just motivates you and like i said we just anybody that supports us like you'll you'll never know how much we appreciate it yeah no that's awesome okay well cool um honestly i'm not sure when this one's going to release but i'm assuming i'm going to put it out around the same time that you guys start shipping things cool. uh just so we can line up there and you're not overwhelmed with more messages from people <laughs> about the pre-order being over and how they want this and that um but you know guys go check out dialed archery um you know dialed is just an amazing company love supporting us made products uh small companies that have great ideas like this uh definitely go check them out i'll leave the links down below um and then of course go check them out on instagram and all the good social medias and you should go i think the video is still up if, if you haven't seen the video of the valentine's day um <laughs> you should definitely go watch that valentine's day video It's hilarious and it's going to make you want to buy a red site so no. <laughs> but uh it's been great talking with you scott i really appreciate it go get some rest man as much as you can and then uh before you get stressed out again here in about a week so <laughs> appreciate it man thank you all right guys hope you enjoyed that conversation it's a great point of view from an entrepreneur uh 75 hard some struggles they've gone through and things they're they're going through right now you can go order your dialed archery site on their website right now i recommend going and checking it out uh look at what they have to offer it's an amazing option and uh, I'm excited to get mine so that I can slap it on the bow and get out and shoot with it. Um, but yeah, thanks so much, guys, for tuning in. Have an awesome day. Again, leave a follow and review wherever it is that you're listening to it, whether it be on YouTube, Instagram, uh, wherever your choice of podcast is as well. Follow and review. It helps grow this. Thank you so much for your support. And of course, as always, get out, live your life and love it.